Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Bucks game is over. And now... It's time for the longest-running Pro Hoops post-game show in Milwaukee. Hear from the players. You know, I feel good. I always can get better. But, you know, I know I know myself. I know how usually it goes. You know, uh, if I'm healthy, things are going to be okay. The head coach. Um, you know, offensively, I think, you know, we make a few more shots. Could be dangerous. And the fans. You got a guy in Giannis. He's just like the most likable human being, and all the other people fall in line with that. Everybody kind of takes it after him. And it just it's really positive to see that. Be the team that we give. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Baby Tausch Schmid, on 105.7 FM, The Fan. It is a final from Orlando, and the results are good as the Bucks get a victory. And I don't know about a much needed victory, but they get it 123 91 beat down over the Magic. And no, it's not Baby Tausch Bill Schmid. He is off doing Admiral stuff, and it's uh, Tim Allen. Filling in for Baby Taos tonight, and Mayor Mitch is here as well as the Bucks get it done. And I, I would think that the biggest storyline in this game, well, there's two storylines in this game. Number one, the defense. Now, the Magic had been uh, through their two and two mark coming into this game. We're averaging just uh, 96 points a game, and they only get 91 tonight. So the defense, huge. Coach Budenholzer talked about it prior to the game today as uh, the defense was going to have to play better. for the, uh, You can talk all day long about shooting uh, threes and, and spitting up leads and things like that, but he said it starts with that defense, and they certainly uh, did a fine job uh, tonight. And then the second, second storyline in this, in this ball game, literally the bench was a bench mob in this one. They had 31 points at half. We'll compile the numbers for you in just a couple of minutes here as uh, the Bucks get a uh, – and, again, I, I, I say a much-needed win. It puts them into the winning column. They're 3-2. and two. It gets a road victory, and that's, those are all good things. But uh, just a, a feel-good victory for the Milwaukee Bucks, and we'll get your reaction here on the pick-and-save Pro Hoops postgame show as the Bucks get a uh, victory over the Magic, 123-91, to 91, as uh, it didn't start out real great, though. <laughs> and there were a couple of times in this game where you're thinking, oh, man, not again. You're up uh, big time against the Celtics. You dropped that game. You're up big time against the Miami Heat uh, this past Saturday, and, and you spit up that game. 
but you don't in this one. Uh, you're up huge, and the Magic do come back to get that thing within 15, and then it was nervous time. There were were a few nervous moments in this game, but they go on to just take care of business here and, and a, uh, a, a look-good victory as well. A couple of blemishes in the ball game, but outside of, of just those few, and we'll get to those in just a bit, um, a, a good big-time victory for the Milwaukee Bucks. Hey, they're all big, and, and we don't know what's, how it's going to play out in the East uh, coming down the stretch here in about uh, 68,000 months as the uh, NBA season heads all the way into, what, June? Uh, but, uh, hey, they're all big. You never know how it's going to come in handy. Uh, early on in this game, the Magic, eight of their first nine. And they just, again, a little bit of a sloppy start for the Milwaukee Bucks in this one uh, to take a, uh, a lead early in the first five minutes of the ball game. Uh, they take an 11-point lead. Bucks do. They finally stretch it to 13-point lead. The Magic do over the Bucks early. Bucks do cut it to six points. Uh, Lopez had to hit a three earlier. Uh, that's Brooke. And how about Robin Lopez? He, he hits a three to make it 22-16. Bucks crawling right back into this thing. Again, they were down 13. They finally get it tied with a three by Sterling Brown. And that really, that bucket right there, guys, that was the one that sort of said, all right, so the bench is going to play a part in this. Corver out, and it's not an injury situation. It's just due to rest. So they were going to have to get some help off that bench. Late in the first, uh, first period, the uh, Bucks do have the lead. About two minutes left. Uh, they get it done after a Sterling Brown three to tie. Uh, Eliasova hits a uh, three-pointer. Uh, to have the Bucks go up 27-24. Giannis a little rough. A turnover, an air ball on a three attempt. Uh, George Hill, however, hits a big shot to make it 31-27 at the end of one quarter of play. Bucks come from 13 down, ending with a 24-7 run uh, to, uh, to take that lead uh, by four out of the uh, first quarter. Giannis... Just three points in the early period. DiVincenzo hits two consecutive threes. And now we're thinking, well, where's the bench points? Uh, where are the bench points going to come from? Uh, we talked about Sterling Brown, but DiVincenzo, how about this kid hitting a couple of threes? Uh, 10 for 18 from three point land for the team at that point. Four minutes into the second quarter, Bucks take an 18 point lead on a putback by Bledsoe. Bledsoe, a uh, season-high 18 points in this ballgame. And uh, Bucks starting to look good uh, at that point. At, at the half, the Bucks go up 21-62-41, 31 bench points at halftime uh, for the Bucks bench. That is huge, guys. It's, I mean, that's, that's the thing about this team. They're deep, and uh, it proved it tonight. It, it really did. Where you needed defensive help, you got it, and you needed bench help, and you got it. We're going to take your reaction here at uh, 414-799-1250. Threw that question out there, Mayor Mitch did on, on Twitter, about uh, where the Bucks need their improvement. Was it perimeter shooting? Is it defense? Or is it something else? You can fill in the blanks. Some, some folks are saying it's a little bit of chemistry without Brogdon there. Maybe that uh, did affect that just a little bit. 
But nonetheless, at 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 halftime, the uh, Bucks did take a, a lead with those 31 bench points, 14 points. The defense stepped up in that second quarter, just 14 points allowed by the Bucks defense. And again. Budenholzer uh, was talking about it prior to the game that th- their defense is going to have to play much, much better. Uh, Bledsoe led the team in scoring at the half with 12 points, six boards, five assists. A uh, big part of the second half uh, is going to be that bench, and we'll get to, to the bench points uh, in just a little bit. Magic come out with five straight to open the second half. Bledsoe uh, gets a shot in the lead at 14. Uh, Giannis starts taking the ball to the hoop, gets fouled, goes one for one, then gets fouled again with an and one. Four quick points for Giannis in the third. Bucks up 20 at that point. Giannis three consecutive trips into the paint. He's trying to take over the, the ball game. 24-point lead to this point in the third. 26-point lead on a Middleton three with about five minutes left in the third at 77-51. to 51. Bucks extend the lead to 28 points. Hot shooting by the uh, Magic cuts the lead down to 17 with two minutes to go in the third quarter. Clearly, the Bucks, uh, however, pounding the paint trying to get on that run because in the second half, the outside shots just weren't falling. Magic cut it to 15. Poor shooting. From the outside, third quarter ends at 88-71, Bucks up 17. Giannis and friends take over in the fourth, extending the lead up to 24 from 15 with nine minutes to play in the game. And that 97-73 lead, 27-zip to this point on fast break points. That's huge. I heard uh, Baby Taos talking about it the other night. When we talked about it, I popped on. Uh, the other night, and, and we talked about the Bucks just moving just a little bit quicker, and they did that in that uh, third quarter. They did it throughout the game here, really. Um, you know, with, with, uh, with moving the basketball, again, fast break points, just overloaded on the Bucks side of things. However, the perimeter shooting, 11 of 25 from three-point land in the first half to this point, about the middle of the fourth quarter, it was uh, one for 14. So they got cold there, but they started taking the ball to the paint, and the Bucks just extend the lead, and they walk away with this thing. They won 23-91 victory as uh, the Bucks go to 3-2 and two with this win, and we'll get your reaction here where they need some improvement. Uh, Giannis, by the way, 29-14-6. and six. Bledsoe, a season high with 18 points in the bench. We'll get to that next here. It's the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show after a Bucks victory over the Magic here with the fan. Was it a dunk? Was it a key basket in transition? Was it a spectacular play down the lane? It's time for the Wrench and Go drive of the game. Need auto parts? Wrench and Go is a self-service yard. Bring your own tools and access the lowest priced auto parts around. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show on the fan. Regardless of what the Bucks have gone through their first four games in this fifth game against the Magic, a team that's poised, if you will, to win an NBA title, or at least going to be there at the end, you're going to have games like this. It's a 123-91 victory on the road in Orlando over the Magic. And we're getting your reaction here over Twitter. Pretty interesting uh, answers. 
to uh, the question where the Bucks need just a little bit of some improvement. Uh, the outside shooting, hey, man, they're, they're going to shoot the three. We all are well aware of that. They're going to continue to shoot and shoot and shoot some more. If they're not falling, they're going to shoot some more. Now, some of us wanted a – wanted the uh the offense kind of take it to the to the rack a little bit more when you're cold that was my point the other day that you know when when you're you can clearly see you're in a little bit of a drought and and so start uh start a little better ball movement and some pain points but sometimes when that occurs there's no way to get out of a shooting slump than shooting <laughs> and, and the bucks do that but when you're uh, when you're one of, if not the best team in the East, you're going to have games like this, just runaway games. A few little moments of concern there when you're up 28 points and the Magic cut it to 15. Yeah, a, a little bit, a little sloppy start. Giannis with just three points in that first. So now we have some interesting uh, answers to our Twitter question out there that, is uh, where do the Bucks need their improvement perimeter shooting, as I was just talking about, is it defense. And their defense definitely stepped up. You saw a little, little more pep in their step tonight on defense. Uh, and, and that really uh, was Giannis. Giannis looked more in control to me tonight. I think there was a little more control by Giannis. There was a couple of times where, where he was a little scattered, but not nearly as much as uh, in the – a few parts of the first four games, seven, nine, nine, twelve, fifty, and then uh, a reaction there, free throws, and we'll get to that in just a second. But our drive of the game in this one, Mayor Mitch, what do you have? Giannis Dedekumbo doesn't need to shoot threes, Tim, as much as people like to say. <laughs> okay, especially when he's doing stuff like this, a steal and a finish for an and one, and he did make the free throw. Tangled up with Terrence Ross, who will be charged with the foul. Yeah, that was that was the issue. Brooks shot his jumper, clanged off the rim. Yeah, there it is on Fox Sports Wisconsin. As uh, there's your drive of the game, Giannis. Uh, again, uh, free throws, and that that is uh, one of our answers here over over that question. Is there something else they need to improve on that that I'm not seeing here? Maybe a better question for Baby Tausch and. He's going to be back. Uh, I don't think he's back tomorrow. We'll find out. Uh, but uh, the Bucks get a huge win tonight. And and again, you know, you're 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 early on in the season. You're trying to work out a little chemistry amongst this team and, and a much deeper team. And, and uh, Coach Budenholzer, and we'll hear from him in, in just a bit, had said uh, prior to this game that there's going to be some rest games. And Kyle Korver was that guy. Uh, tonight that just needs needed a little rest and and they were going to lean on that bench a little bit uh, a little bit different so you get the 123 91 victory and and a lot of people saying free throws it's where the improvement needs to get um let's check out some of the free throw percentages 66 percent as a team those of us that have been uh in the high school gyms those of us that have been uh down at the uh, outdoor outdoor hoops, you know we always shoot free throws, right? We're always shooting free throws. Okay, can you make more than six of ten? These are these are professional basketball players. Uh, Giannis, fifty-five point three.
free throw percentage. Middleton, 83. That's nice. Lopez, 94. Good. Matthews, 100. All right. Uh, George Hill, 57% from the charity stripe. Bledsoe, 54%. Well, you could shut your eyes. There's, there's uh, NBA players that could close their eyes and make about half those free throws. Those two guys have to be better, Tim. Absolutely they do. And and you're you're missing out on a on a ton of points and it's just it, from there it goes Eliasova 75 Connaughton uh 100% uh not not a lot of uh, uh attempts there but they definitely could use that. I like that. If you want to hit us up on Twitter, you can do that 1057 FM the fan uh, on Twitter and we were asking uh you know if uh they needed some improvement here where was it? I'm going to lean on I'm a little torn on the defense or the perimeter shooting. I just it's tough for me to sit there and and watch this Bucks team continually just launch threes when they're not falling. And and that's the tough part. When do you stop shooting them and and take up a different a different tack? I'm not sure really if anyone knows the answer to that, but we all know that they're going to throw from deep range. They're, they're going to shoot from deep range. It's the way it is. 799-1250. Pick and save. Pro Hoops post-game show after the uh, Bucks get a victory over the Magic 123-91. to Tim Allen in for Baby Taos. He filled in for me a lot of times. I'm returning the favor for him. Uh, doing some Milwaukee Admirals work. Uh, we'll get to uh, some Twitter reaction in just a bit. Bucks go to three and two with the victory, and we're going to hear from Coach Budenholzer uh, coming up. Matt Velasquez will uh, join us as well. A lot to get to tonight here on the Fan. Marcus, it seems to me this has been a decent deflection game. What defensive play stood out? Giannis that away from Love right at the rim. Here's the Laborers' local 113 defensive play of the game. The Laborers' local 113 Milwaukee. Feel the power at liuna113.org. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show on the fan. Bucks get the win tonight, 123-91. There were a couple of nervous times in this game, especially uh, when you look at the history early on this year with uh, some leads just given up for the Milwaukee Bucks. You had a lead given up, and you eventually lose in overtime to the Heat. Boston, you think you're maybe in a little bit of a cruise control situation, uh, and and you lose that game. So when you're up 28 points, and ultimately I think they extended that to a a high water of a 30-point lead, but you're up 28, and the Magic cut it to 15. And now – Considering what happened in those uh, two of the first four games, yeah, I was just a, just a little on the nervous side, but it is, after all, the magic, and you should have done what you did tonight. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Getting your reaction and where the Bucks might need a little improvement. Is it perimeter shooting? Is it defense? Is it something else? Free throw shooting. We get some of the numbers for you in just a second. But the defensive play of the game with Mayor Mitch. Sterling Brown getting some minutes off the bench tonight, and he, he would make an impact in that second quarter as the Bucks would begin uh, their ascent in this one tonight. Giannis knocked it away from Alfaro Camino. Sterling Brown lays it in. That's that aggressiveness, that youth, that athleticism. 
at both ends of the floor, rearing its ugly head if you were an Orlando Magic. Who's banged up on the Bucks? Once I felt I could put weight on it, I was like, I had to get back out there. This is the McCormick Law Office Milwaukee Injury Report. McCormick Law Office, the back injury attorneys. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show on the fan. Yeah, you wondered before the game if uh, there was something wrong with Kyle Korver. That's not the case because it was just a rest game for him. And so a clean injury report, and I think uh, as I was reading earlier today, a clean injury report on both sides uh, for the Orlando Magic as well as the Milwaukee Bucks. However, Connaughton did uh, did leave the court for a couple of minutes. He did return, Mitch. That's a shoulder, I think a shoulder, but he was fine coming back. Yeah, he had a little right shoulder injury there, but he uh, he actually ran to the bench at the end of the third quarter, but uh, tried to get back on the court and defend the shot. Luckily, the Magic missed it, but he would go right to the locker room at the end of the third quarter, but would return. Yeah, and so uh, they come out of this uh, fairly clean here in terms of injuries. We'll hear from uh, Coach Budenholzer in just a bit. 414-799-1250. Again, this team isn't perfect yet, and I think they're they're afforded the luxury here of having tremendous talent, tremendous depth. I, I love the depth on this team. They're afforded the luxury of working out some of the bugs, free throw shooting percentage, going cold uh, in the second half defense that was huge for coach bud absolutely he couldn't speak enough i don't know if you guys caught uh some of his comments prior to the game but that was a a obvious focus and and he was emphasizing the the defense more than really i've ever heard him emphasize the defense and so that did improve you saw a little bit a little bit more vehement uh style of defense here in this one but again you take it with a grain of salt Let's see the competition get a little bit better and play that same type of defense. Offensively, the, the, the story of the game, the bench, 57 points from the bench tonight. That's 5-7 points from the bench tonight. Uh, all told, Giannis, uh, 29 points. Bledsoe, 18. Middleton was 16. DiVincenzo off the bench, 14 points. I like that kid. I think he's going to prove to be... I think very valuable in this uh, 2019-2020 championship season. Urson, 10 points. Sterling Brown pitches in nine. Same for George Hill. Uh, Robin Lopez, six points. Wes Matthews, zero points. Boy, he's gone cold, right? Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Let's get to Mike. Mike, it's the Pick and, hey, uh, pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. What's going on? Hey, Tim. How you doing? Good. I just had to call in because I... You know, you made the point about the three-pointers. You know, is it too much? Um, especially in that Boston game, where everything went like two for 18 or something. Yeah, there you was know, a stretch of two for 18 in that game, yes. Yeah, that's just getting ridiculous. And, you know, Charles Barkley, Barkley even brought this point up last night. He wasn't talking about the Bucks game. I think they had Denver on. He said, sometimes you just got to go get a bucket. And that's what I want to see, more variation in this Bucks offense, especially when a team is making a run at you. Get Giannis down low so he could do a jump hook. You know, post up Middleton. He's got the good mid-range jump shot. Do some pick and roll. I saw some pick and roll tonight, which made me happy. Yeah, Giannis um, was in but, the four for a while there. Yes. and But can they do that against a good team? Orlando's not any good. We know that. You know, how Boston played and Boston put up that wall. Toronto's going to do the same thing tomorrow. They're going to put up that wall. 
that's going to be a good test for the Bucks because Toronto's playing well. Siakam's the real deal. And they're going to be tested tomorrow. So I'll be interested to see if they can run some of the stuff they ran tonight, tomorrow. That's This is a good early season test, Toronto tomorrow. And, you know, sometimes you just got to go get a bucket. Shooting all these threes, man, when, especially when the team is making a run, get down low, get to the basket. If Bledsoe was going to the basket, which is good, but once again, it's Orlando. Let's see if he can do that tomorrow. Yeah, that's going to be – you're right. That's a huge test and a back-to-back on top of it. That That is a yeah. huge, huge test. Yeah, all right. Mike, thanks for the call, man. I appreciate that. All right. Budenholzer, as we know, is going to launch threes. It's the way they go. But but you're right. In that Boston game the other night, uh, what was it, Wednesday night, two for 18 string. I mean, after two for 14, 15 – Maybe you want to try something a little bit different, just a, a point A to point B into the hoop. That's it. Just go down, do whatever you got to do. Maybe you draw a couple of fouls, although your free throw shooting percentage isn't going to really help things out at that point. But you know what I mean. Uh, but I think Budenholzer has, has made his mark as a coach in the NBA defensively. He has, and I think that's why he was squawking about that prior to the game today. It, it, it's extremely important for him because I think it allows some wiggle room to go cold from outside. I get what you're saying, Mike, and I agree with you. I wonder the same thing against Boston. Can you just stop launching? I mean, we all love to hit the home run. I, I get that, and, and they've got some guys that uh, can do it. But when you go cold, like in this one tonight, I mean – you were one, I, I believe at one stretch you were one for 14 from three-point land in the second half. You, you did go ice cold a little bit, yet 11 for 25 in the first half. 799-1250. Mitch, where are we going? Let's go I'm to sorry. Mike on the south Mike. side. You're up next on the fan. Another Mike. I'm What's here. up? Good to hear you, franchise. It's been a while. You know, Thanks. you kind of struck a nerve here now. Uh, Golden State, what's their mantra? How many titles? Oh, yeah. What do they live and die by? I I get it. But at it's, some well, point, okay, oh, don't yeah. you need a basket? I agree, yeah. Uh, well, the, the thing that you said improve on, yeah. Giannis, he, he gets no calls. I think his problem is he thinks he's fouled and he, he starts, you know what, you know, BSing to the refs, showing him up. If he can get over that, I mean, when his brother was in there, he was, like, all over the ref. And uh, the Bucks are deep. The bench is deep. I love the, you know, the white fright, Pat Connington, and I love this Devontae's Inferno kid. <laughs> but, I mean, the, the brother, is it Brooke? Brooke, Brooke and Robin, there, right? yes. Yes, the brothers. The guy with the goofy hair. I mean, he <laughs> was right. pushing threes. They're never going to go away from that. You know, no, 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 no. I, I get yeah, you. Go ahead. I got, I got you, Mike. Thanks, thanks for the call. No, I. They're not going to change. They're not going to change. However, when is enough's enough? Now on the Giannis thing, I want to get to that uh, after the break. Here, is the league adjusting a little bit to the MVP? Do they know how to at least minimize the effect? If this is minimizing the effect of Giannis, okay, we'll take this every game. 29 points, 14 boards, 6 assists. I mean, we'll take that every game. 
but you're seeing a little different reaction, a little different adjustment. We'll get to that after the break here. Pick and save pro hoops post game show. Tim Allen in for baby Taos tonight. Mayor Mitch is here as well. Bucks beat the magic one twenty three ninety one. Scratch it down and jams. There's always something unexpected that changes the game. It's going to be crazy, man. Here's tonight's X Factor of the Game. Brought to you by Brian Stratton College Athletics. Offering athletic scholarships in 15 junior college sports. Learn more at bscbobcats.com. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show on the fan. There's just something about DiVincenzo that, that you like, right? He's hard to dislike. And he had 14 off the bench tonight. I look for the, this kid to make a make a difference here in this championship run here this year. No question about it. Bucks get a victory, 123 to 91. Uh, Giannis leads the team with 29. Bledsoe a season high, 18 points. But the bench, 31 bench points in the first half, 57 all told in the ball game as the Bucks get the 123-91 uh, victory. I'm going to guess your X factor pouring in 14 points, uh, Mitch, is DiVincenzo. Dante DiVincenzo, indeed the X factor tonight, and here's three of his 14, and the bench as a whole at 57. This was a dagger late in the game. Double D. He had other things on his mind outside of scoring. But DiVincenzo with a deep three-pointer. Wow. Good. Young player like that, you miss one earlier. But you get an idea of just how confident he is in that shot. Yeah, he's going to take that shot. He's he's going to continue to launch from outside. And and that's all right. Again, with some some degree of moderation, right? We'll get to the uh, Giannis conversation in just a couple of minutes here. Uh, but let's hear from Dante DiVincenzo after he pours in 14. Uh, that's 14 of 57 bench points in a uh, Bucks victory. Dante, you've been getting extra runs in playing pickup after practice. How gratifying is it to get your number called early and then perform like you did? I mean, that's just credit to the coaches. I mean, they, they see what we're doing every single day. It's not just me. We have a bunch of guys playing pickup, a bunch of guys that are ready. And they just tell us to stay ready. I mean, if you stay ready, you don't got to get ready. The energy was there. The composure was there. I can't quite pinpoint it, but maybe you can. What was different about this team tonight? Um, we just wanted to get back to doing us, having fun, playing together, uh, smiling, laughing, joking, just being out there together is what we took for granted, and we're not going to do that again. Toronto is in Milwaukee right now waiting for you all, the first back-to-back of the season. How do you reset and recharge? Short-term memory. I mean, we have a, we have a veteran team, and they're going to get all the young guys ready to go back today and tomorrow. Big game tonight for the second-year pro out of Villanova, Dante DiVincenzo, as he uh, puts in 14 points of, uh, again, part of that 57-point uh, bench output. Uh, bench mob, yeah, that's what it is. I, I, again, guys, I love the depth on this team. And, and we saw a little bit of that last year. I mean, they tried with... Uh, Miritich, and, you know, there was Henson prior to that, and, you, you know, you had Brogdon, which which put everyone down in the pecking order just a little bit. But one of our uh, Twitter pollers uh, had said that chemistry may be a little bit of an issue here this year. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to reserve uh, judgment on that just for a little bit because you get a different group of guys together. The foundation is still there, obviously. But you get a couple of different guys in there. You don't necessarily know how that's going to impact a team. Uh, so we'll reserve the judgment on that. 
for just a little while here. 799-1250, pick and save Pro Hoops post game show. Tim Allen in for baby towels. Big game tomorrow. Are you going? I mean, it, 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 Toronto's still good. Are they as good as they were last year? Uh, no. But a huge test for the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. That, that's going to be a fun one tomorrow. Ryan Horvat in for baby towels tomorrow in this very chair. So uh, we'll be talking Bucks basketball after hopefully a uh, victory, second consecutive victory for the uh, Bucks. Matt Velasquez will join us in a bit. Coach Budenholzer, uh, we'll hear from him as well. And, and Giannis, I've noticed, have you guys noticed just a little difference in the, uh, the adjustment of the league? For Giannis, just a little bit. I I think they're forcing him to take some ill-advised shots. And some would say that, you know, any mid-range or or deep shot by Giannis is an ill-advised shot. He needs to get a little bit closer. Well, and I think Toronto laid the blueprint, Tim, a little bit in that that playoff. Definitely more than a little bit. They laid the blueprint on how to stop Giannis. And I think also, too, for Giannis, coming off the MVP, he might want to show a little bit of of an expanded game of sorts. Um, you know, pulling up for threes, which which is okay, but sometimes he gets a little bit out of the rhythm with those, and it's an air ball. And then yeah, I think, yeah. you know, then I think and he had one tonight. Yeah, he did, and and he's had one I think in every game. You know, where it's just he pulls up. If he's not airballing free throws, uh, you know, he's airballed a couple of threes, and it seems to kind of definitely take the air out of the building a little bit. Well, and you're seeing uh, some flops. I, oh, I think absolutely. Maybe- yeah, more so this year than last year, I think, uh, relative to the amount of games. I mean, we can prorate it all day long. But, I mean, you're seeing some adjustment in that regard. It's almost as if the rest of the league is saying, hey, plays a little too physical. I, I don't know. We'll we'll wait and see how this shakes out. But um, I won't say whining about it. But, I mean, everybody gripes about a, a call here and there. Uh, but – I think maybe a little bit we're seeing maybe a little bit too much of that with Giannis. I don't know if you guys have noticed that at all, but just a little bit too too much questioning. And I and I admit that some of the calls have been egregious against against Giannis this year. But I think it's more of an adjustment. Mitch, you're right. Uh, what Toronto did to to handcuff him just a little bit and to dial him down just a little bit to frustrate him at times in that Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, he was frustrated for, for a while there. After that series was done, I loved what he had to say. He was uh, he held his composure a little bit, and, you know, it was always uh, a situation for him throughout the offseason moving forward. That's that's what he wanted to discuss, and that's that's the way he wanted to do it. It's just a little different here through five games. Bucks get a, a, a victory tonight to go to three and two, and, and again, if you're just joining us, uh, you can't tell me you weren't nervous. Based on what happened in the first four games, you cannot tell me it didn't cross your mind that the Bucks were going to cough up another double-digit lead in the second half. They're up 28 points in the third quarter. The Magic bust that down to 15 and had the ball. And now you're thinking, well, they can get it, get it to 12 with a three. <laughs> It did cross my mind, but again, the the bench stepped up tonight for sure. Giannis twenty nine, Bledsoe had a nice game, and I, I think he had uh, a nicer game early. And that's the key with with Bledsoe is that he needs to have success early, and if not, then the the offense shouldn't necessarily rotate around him uh, after Giannis seven nine nine twelve fifty. 
pick and save. Pro Hoops post game show. Bucks get a nice win over the Magic tonight, 123 91. Did that really just happen? It's time for the Are You Kidding Me moment of the game. Brought to you by Gene Wagner Plumbing, celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to genewagner.com. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show on The Fan. We have more reaction coming in on Twitter, and uh, we asked where the Bucks need to improve a little bit. And not that they suck. Well, that's not what we're saying, but every team is trying to get better. After a 123-91 victory, we asked that question, perimeter shooting, is it defense, is it something else? A lot coming in on free throws. Um, bench, we have nothing to complain about at all because I, again, I, I can't stress it enough. I love the bench on this team this year. I think we have yet to see, uh, the, the fruits of that bench labor here, if you will. I think they're going to, going to be better. Tough to get better than 57 points in a ball game. And that's what they did. Are you kidding me? Moment right there. The other maybe periphery. Uh, are you kidding me? Moment is more of a uh, bigger picture through five games, three and two the mark. Um, a couple, I guess, is is uh, coughing up a few leads, double digits, a nineteen point lead, a twenty one point lead, and you lose those ball games. But it would be free throw shooting, and that to us as fans, pretty tough to understand. Pretty tough to understand that a team of professional basketball players. Shoots 66% from the line. I can't figure it out. I'm thinking Steve Sparky Pfeiffer could probably shoot 6 of 10. He he does have a good outside shot. I've, I've shot hoops with him before. Um, so I guess I guess that's one of the are you kidding me moments as well. Um, is, is there free throw shooting? Shooting in general... I don't think that that's going to change at all. That's the philosophy with this team and a lot of teams in the NBA these days. They live and die by the three. You get hot, you're going to roll. You go cold, what do you got to counter? The Bucks do have some counters in this. And they've got Giannis who can, as we saw tonight, switch to the four and play a little paintball. So I will... We'll, See if th- that uh, situation is a little more frequent. I'm not sure of that. Matt Velasquez uh, will join us here in just a couple a uh, couple of minutes. Uh, also, got to hear from Coach Budenholzer as uh, he's got to be pleased with the defense. And again, we're talking about the Orlando Magic. I don't know what they were projected. Mitch, do you know what they were projected to be this year? Probably, probably not good. Back half of the East. Um, I probably a playoff over- team. Were they over five? Yeah, I think they were over 500 last year, weren't they? They, they were the sixth seed, actually. They played Toronto in the first round yeah. last year and won a game. Just, just over 500, yeah. Yeah, so I would say somewhere similar. Pretty much the same squad coming back. So Okay, so they can be challenging they're, I mean, they're a feisty times. team. They're, they're very Herb Cole, Milwaukee Bucks-esque. I mean, they got John Hammond down there. <laughs> uh, I actually had Orlando as an eight seed this year because that's what John Hammond that's right about where he sits. That's what so he, he does. He right. gets his he gets his eight seed again this year. But Orlando, they're they're a frisky team. They're one of those teams that can they have some guys that can get hot in a night and and and, and beat you in a night, but probably not in a seven game series. One yeah, of those and, teams and and win about half half their games yeah. throughout a season. So you did you did beat them pretty soundly tonight, one twenty three to ninety one. Getting your reaction here at seven nine nine twelve fifty. 
where the bench played the key role here. And I know we're going to hear, this is a two storylines here, if you're just joining us. Two storylines. You know what you get with Giannis. I mean, that's just, you know, unless he just absolutely goes crazy, but we know what to expect in terms of a, of a stat line. It's 29-14-6 tonight. But the two storylines uh, in this one, defense and the team did step up. And, and that was an edict sent out by the head coach. And then the other was the, the, the bench mob, if you will, and that was, uh, that was a 31-point uh, output in the first half for the bench, uh, and it was uh, 57 points all told. The defense gives up only 14 points in that second quarter. Just 14. That's huge. And I know Coach Budenholzer is going to talk about that. We're going to hear from him. We can still squeeze you in here if you want to react here after a Bucks 123-91 victory. Tim Allen in for Baby Taos tonight. Uh, Mayor Mitch is here. Also, uh, just a programming reminder, uh, the Bucks uh, at home tomorrow against Toronto, and it will be uh, Ryan Horvat in this chair. Talking some uh, pro hoops, pick and say pro hoops post game show as uh, the Bucks get a victory over the Magic tonight, one twenty three ninety one. Let's hear from the head coach. This segment is sponsored by Schneider. For over eighty years, they've been offering great careers with great benefits and more home time. Visit SchneiderJobs.com or call one eight hundred forty four Pride. This is the pick and save pro hoops post game show on the Fan. 123-91, Bucks get a victory to run their mark to 3-2 and two over the Magic here uh, in tonight's ball game. Uh, Giannis 29, uh, defensively they do uh, react a little bit different in this game. Uh, you could play the drinking game here with uh, Coach Budenholzer before the game, and every time he mentioned defense, if you took a drink, you'd be hammered. Uh, I wonder if it's going to be like that in uh, in his post game comments, and we'll get to that in just a second. But Twitter reaction, Mitch, uh, after the ball game, we asked the question about uh, where the Bucks would need some improvement. You can fill in the blank. That's your third decision there, uh, and uh, one was defense. Your choice is defense, perimeter shooting, or fill in the blank. Yeah, and Craig did just that at one hundred five seven FM, the fan, and said coaching. DDV Dante Divincenzo and Sterling Brown bring so much more all around game than the old dudes. I assume that means Wes Matthews, Kyle Korver. Uh-huh. Uh, and another one here coming in from Greg at 105.7 FM, the fan. Malcolm Brogdon, Tim, is the missing element. And I, I know you're a Brogdon guy. I, I am, and I there's that's going to be some adjustment there. I mean, you're, I agree. You're, you, you've got a, a, a really good, smart, and, and uh, gifted, uh, talented, physically uh, young dude in, in Brogdon. He came in a little bit more mature. I mean, he was a four-year college guy, so he, he comes in a little bit more mature, and you could tell. I mean, you could absolutely tell that. It's, it's a lot different, and you'll see that you saw the difference in, say, a guy like Rashad Vaughn, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, def- he, that, that's polar opposites. That's, that's great. Yeah. You had limited, limited experience, although it be college. You had limited experience, but then you, you compare that to a guy like Brogdon, who just it's just he's an intelligent dude he's he's a likable guy and he, and he's a very gifted physically uh, uh dude that uh they're gonna miss that they are and and i wish they could have had him long term in this configuration of sorts somehow. he was a guy that i mean and you some of these these two big blown leads that have we've all been talking about he would have been a guy that i do feel like 
last year for sure where when things were getting a little dicey, he would come through with a nice drive to the bucket and a reverse tough finish, but he would get it to go. And yeah. there, you kind of miss that, I think, in a couple of these games. Now, I think that the Bucks will make an adjustment and, and are still kind of figuring things out defensively. I think Brogdon was a pretty solid defender uh, when guarding the two. I don't think he's a point guard, which I think that's what Indiana wants him to be. And I know he's had some tremendous numbers to start the year for Indiana. Uh, I don't have the averages right in front of me, but I know he's he's putting up some numbers. But his usage and his involvement in the game has also gone way up without you know Giannis on the court and not sharing the court with a couple of all stars. Right. Uh, right. So he's 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 had the ball in his hands a lot more. So his numbers, you know, Oladipo's not playing yet. He's he's still hurt for Indiana. So his numbers look great. The raw numbers. I think if you dig a little bit deeper with Indiana with Brogdon, uh, it's it's not as pretty, but. Um, yeah, he's, well, it's he, not going he, to be you're for, gonna miss for all it. the things you mentioned. Yeah, yeah. But you wonder who's going to settle the game down. That's a good point. You On, on a rough night for Bledsoe, you're going to rely on him to settle things down a little bit? Sort of a take charge, control? I don't know about that compared to Brogdon. I don't know. Just the just the aesthetic of you know settling things down a little bit when things go haywire. I don't know. It's it's a, Yeah, that's a good point, Brogdon. And I agree with you in terms of you know, missing him, I just do miss him. He might be one of my all-time favorite NBA players, believe it or not. I just have this love affair with with Brogdon. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know how. I've interviewed him just a couple of times, and it's been uh, a good good conversation both times for sure. Uh, let's get to uh, Coach Budenholzer. Let, let's find out how often he refers to the defense here as the Bucks get a 123-91 win. Good win. I liked our competitiveness, our effort defensively, our energy defensively, just our energy in general is in a good place. So, um, you know, hopefully we see more of this and it's what we expect of each other. Coach, the least amount of points that this team has allowed so far this season. It's most emphasized, but still an accomplishment. What did you like about the defense tonight? What was different about the defense tonight? Not the activity, just you know, on the ball and weak side awareness, just and then covering and scrambling for each other, and um, felt like we swarmed the defensive boards. Guards were flying in. Everybody was active. Everybody was engaged, and um, you know, that's what it takes to be good defensively. And um, you know, hold a team. I'm in our league to you know, kind of low 90s is uh, is always a good thing. I thought they were both great. You know, I thought, uh, you know, Orlando started well. Orlando was doing a lot of things um, well and executing and making shots. The bench kind of came in and flipped the first quarter and thought Sterling was a big part of that. Um, I thought Irsan was really good in the first quarter. And I think Dante finished the first quarter or played a lot of the, the, the start second quarter. So I thought the bench was... George had some big plays. I thought uh, it was really, really good bench play for us tonight to kind of flip the script in the first half or first quarter. Coach, you had 10 players with a three-pointer, and you out-rebounded Orlando by 16. Is this the formula to get to a finals in the East? Uh, we certainly want to be you know, efficient in a lot of different areas, and we have a lot of guys that can shoot threes. We encourage it. Um, and then I think we were better tonight on the boards. Um, you know, when you're getting a lot of stops, there's lots of opportunities for rebounds. But I liked our activity on the offensive glass, too. What did you think about Bled's uh, aggressiveness and the way that he approached the game tonight? Yeah, I thought it was great. You know, maybe one of his most aggressive games. Um, he came out with the, the mindset to, you know, make things happen on both sides of the ball. And, 
and I think it's really important that that, uh, that you know he can do that as often as possible. And it's it's hard. We got a lot of good players, so you know it's you still have to pick your spots. You have to play with your teammates. You have to be unselfish. But we need Bled to be aggressive too. There are a bunch of situations where guys are making extra pass, making difficult passes, and finding guys. Yeah, you know, I think for a big stretches of the game, it was, you know, really good ball movement, good spacing, you know, driving and finding guys. Um, and that's, you know, that's kind of how we're, uh, we're built. Yeah, no, it's, uh, you know, we tell people that are with us every day and in practice, you know, how good Dante and Sterling are and how hard it is not to play them. And, you know, but it's a credit to them. They work hard. They stay prepared. They're ready for their opportunity, and they took advantage of it. Um, so I think it speaks a lot to our depth and the quality of our wings. What about the Nassis' ability to come in the game and get his first points in a regular season for the Bucks? Yeah, I know. It's great for Thanasis, you know, and uh, same, similar. You know, he works so hard, brings great energy in practice, brings great energies to our pickup games, our, our play groups. Um, he's a good player, and he can uh, he can contribute for us. Does having two sets of brothers on the team create more continuity? Mm, it creates a lot of things. I don't know about continuity, but it's, uh, you know, they know each other well. I think they can help each other, pick each other up. So, um, you know, we're really happy to have both those guys, or both all four of them, I guess. And there he is, Coach Budenholzer, after 123-91 victory, pick and save Pro Hoops postgame show. Tim in for... Uh, Baby Taos, uh, Ryan Horvath's going to be in tomorrow. Baby Taos doing some uh, heavy-duty lifting for the Milwaukee Admirals. And uh, periodically throughout this season, uh, either Ryan or myself uh, may be in this chair talking some uh, talking some Bucks basketball with you guys. Counted five times that the word defense or defensively was used. And then he alluded to the defense two other times. So a total of seven there as he alluded to the defense. We we talked on Wednesday night. I, I chatted with Baby Taos on this very show about a, a little more ball movement, and you heard Coach Budenholzer talk about that as well, and they did that. Final thing here with what I noticed there, Bledsoe was more aggressive early, and it worked tonight, but sometimes it doesn't. So I just wonder, I wonder what's going to happen moving forward with Bledsoe, whether you saw Giannis with just three points early. Uh, in in the first, and and you saw Bledsoe just be a, he definitely was more aggressive, and you saw a little different little different look for Bledsoe. Now I just wonder if if a couple of shots don't fall for him, whether or not he's still going to be that aggressive. I don't know. Well, that's that's that script has yet to be written. We'll find out in the upcoming games for sure. Uh, Tim again in for uh, Baby Taos. Matt Velasquez he will join us next talking Bucks basketball tonight here on the Fan. This guy's on the inside. After every game, listen to the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show for the latest from JS Online's Matt Velasquez. Brought to you by the law offices of Thomas Marola. Divorce, child custody, or any other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola online at marolalaw.net or call 414-327-5800. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show on The Fan.
The Bucks and their bench put things together tonight for a 123-91 victory to go to 3-2 and two here in the early portion of the 2019-2020 championship season. Still sort of feeling things out a little bit. There's some adjustments that are going to happen, but wow, the bench. Those of you on hold, sit right, sit right there. I, if you want to hold on, I'll squeeze you in after we have our conversation with Matt Velazquez. So sit right there, sit tight, as, uh, as we got to get Matt in here on the great Midwest Bank hotline from Journal Sentinel, uh, JS Online. Matt, a nice victory, and uh, Coach Budenholzer before the game, I couldn't count how many times he said the word defense, but they definitely stepped up today. Yeah, absolutely. He, he has been... Very consistent with talking about the defense. You ask about offense, he's talking about defense. You ask about shooting, he talks about defense. <laughs> You're it's right. No what he, all he cares about is defense. And, you know, that, that got through the team today. I know Giannis said after the game they were all upset uh, by the way things went the other night, and they played with a little extra juice. Um, and, and you can definitely see that guys were, um, you know, locking down on defense, you know, diving for loose balls, um, you know, helping, helping when they needed to help, making good decisions, uh, just really just bringing a high level of energy. Um, and, it, and it all turned into a really lopsided win. Yeah, it it did, and and you saw the magic come out a little bit on the hot side. I think they were eight of their first nine, but uh, you know the bench played a little bit of a role early on, and boy, they went on thirty-one bench points in the first half, fifty-seven all told for the game. That speaks volumes about the depth of this team, and I I just can't imagine. The configuration of this depth—you give them another seventy-five games or so, man. Sky's the limit. Yeah, I, I think that that's what the Bucks are really hoping for. Uh, that they know that they have a deep roster. They know that one through fifteen are guys who, you know, can do some stuff here in the NBA. Can you know, are, are deserving of playing time, and you know, they they think that that's a good thing. The problem is that Bud has to figure out exactly how to deploy those guys. You know, he likes to use usually a ten-man roster tonight. He went with eleven in, in the rotation. Uh, before things got out of hand and they started to open up a little bit more, um, you know, but he has to figure out how to get guys, you know, enough minutes to, to feel like they're in the game, to have that continuity, all that type of stuff. Um, and, and right now the guys who hadn't been playing, you're looking at Sterling Brown and Dante DiVincenzo, they're making it really hard on them, you know, because they played, they've played well in the preseason. They've played well in practice. They've played well, you know, tonight. And so, you know, they're, they're making a case that they deserve more playing time. The question is, where does it come from? You know, obviously, Pat Connaughton didn't have a great night tonight, but he has been really good at the start of the season. And, you know, George Hill's been really good out there, and Cal Corver's shooting 50% from three. You know, just, just it's an embarrassment of riches. The, the hard part is trying to put it all together. It is. It is tough. And, I, you know, I heard uh, Coach Bud prior to the game just just reverse angle on you guys and, and say, hey, man, you asked about offense. He, he said about defense. I wonder if he should try that about free throws, too, about your free throw shooting uh, percentages on this team. I wonder if that would work, because that that is one part of this game that uh, I, this team uh, that that needs some improvement. I I just wonder if that uh, in a few games throughout the course of a season, if it's going to cost them on the win loss column. It, it very well could. I think a lot of it obviously revolves around Giannis. He's the one who gets to the line the most. He's the one who has been you know most notably struggling. Um, and, and we've seen this from him before. Uh, he's he's had stretches and seasons where he just can't seem to to get any to go down. Uh, and then there was a game last year. I think he made like all eighteen that he tried. Um, and so I think, you know, for him, he just needs to kind of find that rhythm, um, you know, be able to, to kind of work things out in his head, whatever he has to do to kind of stay consistent with the line, because he's going to get there. 
he's going to get his free throws. He's going to get opportunities. And tonight, I think he actually, you know, he shot him pretty well, got into a little bit of a groove from the free throw line, uh, among the other, you know, fantastic things that he did tonight. And if the Bucks can can continue to get to the line and make those shots, it's going to be a good thing. If they can get to the line, can make the shots, uh, then then you're right. It could definitely cost them in the future. Matt, final thing for you, as uh, I know we're early on and, you know, you, you cover the team for a living and, and you probably, in fact, I know you have a lot more patience than, than a guy like me who's, who's a fan as well as a broadcaster. But what kind of test is that game tomorrow for the Bucks early on here? Oh, it's definitely, uh, definitely a test. I mean, it's not the same Raptors they lost in the playoffs, but it's a lot of the same guys. And it's a team that has, you know, played reasonably well. Here at the start of the season, you know, guys, that team that has a guy like Pascal Siakam who's, you know, putting up some really big numbers, uh, and he's acquitting himself well. But you know, getting get, going onto your home floor against a team that that won four straight against you in the playoffs, including you know a, a big one on your home court, uh, you know, that's that's definitely got to be something that led to fire under the guys who were on the team last year, and it should be infectious for the rest of the team. And we'll have to see if the Bucks bring that fire tomorrow. Matt, a pleasure as always. Uh, you'll be back on tomorrow, hopefully talking about another Bucks victory. We appreciate the time. All right, anytime. All right, there he is, Matt Velasquez, uh, Journal Sentinel. Check out his stuff, and he's uh, he's going to be with us all season long here talking Bucks basketball. He joined us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019? Look no further and call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank providing simply local, common-sense lending to your community since 1935. 123-91 victory, and before we cut uh, you guys loose to enjoy your uh, Friday night here. I'll get Marshall in here. He's been holding on. Marshall, uh, welcome. Pick and save Pro Hoops postgame show. Well, good evening, Tim. Good good buddy here. Hope everything's going good. And um, I'm doing, I've had a rough week in some other areas, but but have come out of Friday well and uh, have mixed, I'll just say one thing before I hit on the Bucks. Mixed feelings about the Nationals being champions. I'm sure that sentiment <laughs> is shared across the state right now. But for sure, for sure. Th- that's another another thing. It was still a great story, though, nonetheless. Um, but with the Bucks, uh, I just I, I agree with everything that's been said. I kind of joined you late. Uh, figured they would beat Orlando tonight. Uh, they're just a deeper and better team, and they showed that. But I agree that Coach Bud is saying they've got to play defense and. In the two losses, it's just very proven. I think part of the collapses that happened against the Heat and the Celtics were were a product of just uh, not playing defense, not being too loose, as we call it sometimes, matador defense. And uh, that's got to end. I mean, the, the, the offense, there's no questions. When you have a Giannis and a Middleton and even Bledsoe at times and the, and the host, of, host of thousands coming off the bench that this team has, the makings are there to go all the way, at least certainly to the final, and that's the goal this year. I mean, we have unfinished business here, as we know. Yeah. But the, the defense has to has to really lock down. You said a great basketball term. They're locked down and, and buy into what he's saying and what he's pushing because if the Bucks play great defense, you know the points are going to come, and they're going to be scary good if they just get the defense better. But we have yeah. to also remember that Miami is a very good team. Uh, I think very underrated. I, the experts I saw had them like seventh and eighth in the East. I, I think they could be in the top four. So 
you know, we have to remember these teams are very good that we've lost to, but it's going to come down to, to, to playing good defense. That's how we beat the Celtics a lot last year, why we swept them and, and made them look so bad. was It started on the defensive end. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Marshall, th- nice hearing Thanks. from you. We'll talk again for sure. You t- uh, take care. Yeah, lockdown defense for this particular team allows you to go cold for stretches from perimeter shooting. And that's what it does. just buys you time until you get back warm or get hot in, in a lot of cases. That's what it does. And the Bucks get the, um, I won't say a much-needed victory, but leaning that way. It was nice to see kind of a full-tilt victory. You get uh, a good shooting for the most part from outside. You get a lot of uh, fast-break points. You did get some paint points. They were aggressive uh, on the boards, both offensively and defensively. A defensive game that uh, really probably their best game of the year defensively. And you get a huge, huge uprising from the bench. 57 bench points. That's uh it's a nice win for the Milwaukee Bucks. That's uh, that's for sure. Mitch, uh, it was fun, and we may do this again if they let us. Yeah, I hope so. That's this is a good time, and you you bring good luck, Tim. You know that. There you go. One and zero. Oh. I didn't even think of that. Yes, we'll sir. Keep track of that. One and zero. Oh. Baby Tausch off tonight. Ryan Horvat in tomorrow, and that should be interesting as uh, he has been known to go Horvey. sideways. Yeah, he's been known to go sideways just a little bit. The uh, Horvaders are going to be out there in in droves for sure. Uh, That's going to do it for us. Thanks to uh, Matt Velazquez for joining us. uh, And we appreciate you, Mayor Mitch, for uh, joining us as well. My name is Tim Allen. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Go Bucks and have a great weekend. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.